0: You are listening to Can We Make the Brand Podcast Ourselves? The Truth, an audio blog post written and produced by Jar Audio, available on jaraudio.com. Dated March 30th, 2020. The big marketing agency is dead, right? The last decade or so has seen many large brands and organizations ditch the big agency in favor of building their own internal one or simply giving each department its own dedicated team. This has been part of the great brand DIY solution for brands as the landscape has shifted. But when it comes to podcasting, there are some very serious realities lurking for brands taking on the audio sphere themselves. Let's break down the four truths. Reality number one, the podcast host might not be someone who works with the brand. We often face the question of who will host the show, and it's a difficult one to answer for both us and our clients. Let's look at the pros and cons of each side. Number one, the host understands the brand very well, especially if they are from the actual brand marketing team. A new external host will not know the intricacies, history, and do's and don'ts of the brand voice. Number two, the search could be quick. A great show requires a carefully crafted image and nothing will reflect that image more than the host and their personality. By staying here, the options are fewer and the choice much easier. Number three, it will build internal equity, which can relate back to the ROI of the podcast, something we have written about on jaraudio.com, and also make the succession, if ever necessary, much smoother. A great branded podcast has the potential to foster employee advocacy and have cultural ramifications within the company, and an internal host can provide a huge boost to that. So then, what are the cons of using an internal employee as host? Number one, they don't talk for a living. Speaking is easy, but talking and leading a conversation for an extended period of time, while simultaneously sounding great and asking pointed questions, is not so simple. If people don't enjoy the host, they will turn off the podcast. Number two, the host may leave the company. Not a pleasant thought, but also not something that could be planned for. However, nothing prevents an external host from moving on to other opportunities, even if they are hosting a podcast. Number three, it may seem sales-driven, and we don't disagree. We always advocate for value-driven, non-product, subject-matter-branded podcasts, and an internal host may come off as quite contrived to listeners. Authenticity is key in this market. Number four, they're not famous. And it's not to say that hosting a podcast won't turn them into a well-known figure. But many brands look externally for podcast hosts so they can leverage that person's following, either from a previous career in radio or some other notable recognition in their respective field. So what's the conclusion here? It's probably best to hire externally, as it provides maximum flexibility when it comes to working with the right host and pivoting the podcast subject matter. Next. Let's look at reality number two. In-house podcast costs will skyrocket. We'll say this, any brand can take podcasting in-house, but it won't be easy and it definitely won't be cheap. Let's just look at the technical side. Creating a proper podcast requires a pro-recording studio-level setup that can capture crisp and clear audio. As much as we like to boast that we've recorded podcasts in strange places, an example of that is our podcast Well Now from Sage Natural Wellness, the reality is that podcast recording needs high-end equipment and gear to sound professional. Doing this involves not only just the gear, but the studio space as well. And if that's not enough, a DIY podcast can skyrocket in personnel cost. Many agencies or brands may believe they can fill all the roles for a podcast, but it's not that simple. To illustrate this, let's compare podcasting roles to video production roles and the ramifications of taking them in-house. Number one, Videographer. Here, the podcast equivalent would be an audio engineer. Many brands have their own video teams to film weekly and regular content. However, one videographer or camera team will be limited in the extent of their portfolio, meaning that if the content mandate changes, they may need to look elsewhere for subject matter expertise. The same goes for podcasts, where engineers range far and wide with various levels of genres and audio production under their belts. Number two. Director. The podcast equivalent would be the creative thinker and strategist. As the real star of the show in both worlds, the director is the person with the vision for the piece. How many commercial brand directors work in-house at an agency or brand? Almost none. And even if they did, they would have decades of precedence for reference and only a 15 to 30 second mandate to deliver. In podcasts, the precedent is recent and the creative mandate broad. Hence, The creative needs must be catered to both the medium and the subject matter. Number three, editor. Here, the podcast equivalent is also an editor. A truly seasoned and professional audio editor will not only save time, money, and technical headaches, they also bring a whole new angle of expertise to the project. In both video and podcasts, these experts are not easily tamed and bound by a single company. They tend to work for agencies or independently to maximize their portfolio, expertise, and revenue. Number four, finally, a producer. Here, the podcast equivalent is a chase producer. This is the person who knows the right people. A proper producer jumps right into the job and will tell you upfront, before a penny is spent, how much the concept actually costs and who is right to do it. In podcasting, this is the most important role of the whole endeavor. We call this the chase producer role, and they are tasked with nailing down guests and vetting them, finding the right experts, and prepping everyone for the interview. Why not work with a producer who knows the ropes of the industry and has hundreds, if not thousands, of recording hours under their belt on a broad variety of shows? Next, let's look at reality number three. Some of the podcast roles can be taken in-house. Despite the points made earlier, it is also true that some of the podcasting roles can be performed internally by the brand. It all depends on the available resources. Number 1, copywriters. Writing full episodes and story narratives of a podcast are the jobs of the host and or the writer, but the copywriting surrounding the podcast can and should come from someone who truly understands the brand. They can include the name of the podcast The brand centric promotional content and any other brand material. Number two, marketers. All great podcasts require an initial push out the door as well as constant promotional material to stay relevant. This can include social media promotion, search and SEO, and general ad buying. The expertise behind making the podcast should come externally, but selling it and pushing it to number one will need a boost from those who promote the brand better than anyone else. Number three, strategists. Depending on the timing and subject matter of the podcast, the internal brand strategists deserve a large seat at the show's table. Good strategists are able to set realistic goals for the brand and give everyone the tools and purpose to achieve them, something a strong brand podcast will benefit from. Finally, let's look at reality number four for why it's challenging to produce a podcast in-house. One season is not a huge commitment, but multiple seasons can be. It's true. We often discuss our 6-day podcast capacity commitment, which you can learn more about on our blog at jaraudio.com. And note that it applies to a 3 to 4 month period, which runs the course of a full season of podcasting. And beyond time, it's also not an enormous budgetary commitment when compared to other major brand initiatives. But once the first dozen episodes are done, our clients are often left with much deeper questions. Do we continue making more seasons? How long should each season be? When does the show officially end if each season is successful? Does it need to grow? How? A good way to frame these queries is to think of a podcast in the scope of other marketing efforts and their respective timelines. Social media, email, and television are permanent fixtures. They will be useful as long as consumers use the channels. Campaigns, however, are seasonal and occasional and may transcend into experimental and traditional formats. A success will create a buy-in for a repeat, whereas a failure can kill the whole program. We like to think of podcasts as a permanent fixture. The public is there and not tuning out anytime soon. So what should you look for in a podcast vendor? By this point, it's obvious that we're advocating for an external podcast solution for brands. After all, it's our business. But we do caution our clients when entering this field about finding the right partner and encouraging them to ask potential vendors and candidates the following questions. How much experience do they have in audio production? What are their past successes with branded podcasts? What will they handle? What do we need to provide them with? How will we work together? What timeline do they work on for podcast production? What do they know about our brand? Who gets final decision-making capacity? How much time does my team need to commit? In the end, only the passionate can make a successful podcast. If an internal brand team feels aligned on their desire for a podcast and feel ready to give it a go, with both time and budget handy, then the DIY route can be an interesting adventure. Thank you for listening to Can We Make the Brand Podcast Ourselves? The Truth, an audio blog written and produced by Jar Audio. To learn more about Jar Audio... Or if you're interested in discussing how to get started with a podcast, please visit us at jaraudio.com.